Kia ora, New Zealand. Welcome to Sweet Chain Live. My name's Matt Drake. This is episode 102. 102. Now, you'll notice that things look a little bit different to how they do normally do. Um, I'm joined live in person in the studio by my co-host Brady Cush. Good evening, Brady. Good evening, Matt. How are you doing today? Good. Uh, baked. It was like 30 degrees sunshine. Uh, it, we at least got a little bit of wind, yeah, but yeah. not nearly the like Wellington kind. So super hot, super sticky, uh, but it was gorgeous. You, yeah. you can't complain with uh, great course, great people um, getting ready for the South Island Championships. Indeed, we are coming to you live tonight from the HQ of NZDSS um, and the South Island Championships, um, uh, which are being played all this weekend. It kicks off tomorrow um at hagley park in christchurch so if you're around and you're not playing it but you want to watch some premier disc golf head down there um, and we'll see you there talking of premier disc golf uh we're going to go through some hot scores from around the country shortly um then we've got avery jenkins who's going to join us he's sat just to my uh right here um who's going to join us uh to talk his a little bit about his experience uh, in new zealand and also um what he's looking forward to in the um, upcoming tournament. Uh, we're going to go through some uh, some brief bits of news that we want to preview for a future show, but uh, some two very important things that we want to talk about. Uh, then we're going to be going through some hole previews. So I know what you're thinking. You sat there in MA1, you've played your practice round earlier on today, and you're thinking, how the hell am I going to get through this, right? Or you might be sat in MP40 like myself and thinking, <laughs> how, how the hell am I going to get through this? What we're going to do is we're going to go break down each, each of the holes on the blue course, and I'm going to talk you through how to shoot an even round par on this course, right? Because I reckon even round um, on this course will put you pretty near the top quartile, I would say. And that might be being, I uh, might not be being, being generous enough of MA1, right? So if you're sat there going, it was tough out there today, no fear, I've got the answer for you. Um, then we're going to go through some upcoming events. We're going to talk about um, updated rankings from, uh, from Heisender, and we'll have a quick look at the tips um, that people have been putting on as well. Uh, Sweet Chain Tipping is live in play right now. All the tipping closes at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning, and we'll post a link to our Discord shortly so that you can get involved if you still um, haven't um, put your money where your mouth is and uh, chosen your winners um, for this um, tournament. So without further ado, we're going to go through hot scores uh, for today. Uh, Brady, take us through the South. Uh, let's go South. Starting as ever, Invercargill, Queens Park. Brenly Marshall shoots the hot round this week with 14 under par. Um, moving up to Dunedin and Chingford, we have Chris Brooks coming in at two under par. And out at Brockville, it's Lewis Stridham getting it done with a five under par. Uh, moving over Lakeside, Wakatipu Basin and Queenstown Gardens, Morgan Hartfield uh, shoots 11 under par for the hot round. And out at Tucker Beach, it's Mondo McDisc. Please put your name in your UDISC account who shoots even. Uh, over the Crown Range, Ely Point and Wanaka, uh, we have Flim Flam, uh, always getting it done, uh, five under par. And at Lismore, it's Ben Quinn shoots the 10 under par for the hot round this week. Moving up to the Garden City, another, other than Willie Taratna, Christchurch own, shoots 13 under par for the hot round. At Ascot Park, world champion and American Avery Jenkins shoots the hot round with minus seven tied by Hayden Bonnie. So shout out to Avery. Good to see you down. Uh, Queens Park Reserve, Johnny Ferrari shoots the minus six. Uh, Brooker Ave, we have Liam Patterson with a minus seven. And at Taylor River Reserve in Blenheim, a, what is that, 15 over par? I think so, yeah. Okay, by Andrew Corners. Tough so, week in, in Blenheim this week. 
Yeah, well, maybe they're getting the rain that Auckland's getting. Uh, quite possibly. Um, going through the north, um, Ben Morrison hits the hot score at uh, Berenpool with a five under par. And five under par was also enough for Carson Boone to take out Koi Koi's um, hot score for the week uh, on the foreshore. Uh, up at Harcourt Park, uh, Team Sweet Chains, Brett Carlisle hits eight under par. <laughs> Great shooting, Brett, um, at Harcourt Park in Upper Hutt. And up to the mighty man or two uh, at Linklater, Arthur Horn hits six under par, tied with Johnny Wake. So congratulations to you too. Up to Maryland's Brian Rawlins hits uh, four under par. And at Spa Park Red, Topol's had a tough week this week uh, with nine over par at Anders Janssen. Over at McLaren's, Josh Pratt hits five over par. And up at Henderson, uh, hopefully not in the rain, uh, Bruce Ng hits eight under par. So well done to everybody who made the hot scores, uh, who made the hot scores this week. Um, now um, we're going to be joined uh, very shortly by our guest um, tonight, Avery Jenkins, who's um, who's just popped out. Um, this is one of the things about having a live studio audience, yeah. right? Um, is that there, there might be some 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 some. Uh, some... But what were the two? There were some news things that you wanted That's to bring right. out for so future there, So there's, there's a future for a couple of um, things that we want to talk about in future episodes. One, you may have seen a post on Facebook or even got an email about it from NZDG um, about MDG. Um, MGG Media. Um, now they're running a. Um, uh, they want to. They, Brady. In, in short, TLDR. What's it about? So, uh, so there's a um, a European media company uh, is coming over. They cover all of the European um, Pro Tour events over there um, for the European Tour. They are coming to New Zealand, um, and they will be highlighting uh, basically the majors. Um, and so. There's a media company who's coming to cover our majors um, and they're receiving uh, support from people around the country. So we'll be talking more about all of that and the decision that went into that and them coming over and exactly what that project mm -hmm. is in a future show. So we have some updates and lining up some interviews for that. Excellent. So we'll find out more information about that um, probably next week. Um, also next week, we want to talk about the PDGA Masters Series. Now, I, this is particularly relevant for me. <laughs> this, is, this is my first Masters tournament. Okay, I was only eligible in January. And so I'm very much looking forward to this. Uh, and the PDGA have announced, I don't, I'm not sure it's linked to my eligibility to Masters. <laughs> it is. Um, and uh, basically, all the Masters across the world in any sanctioned tournament will gain points that go towards a World Series. And you can do various things with your World Series points, um, such as brag about it to well, um, other people who... Um, you you don't invite other countries to the World Series. I thought just Americans did no, the no, World well, Series in, thing. No, this, this is a World Series that actually means the world. So okay. um, so that's, that's going to be interesting. We'll have more information on that next week. Um, anyway, uh, joining us now um, live from where we are in NZDSS headquarters is our guest tonight, Avery Jenkins. Good evening, Avery. Good evening. Come in. Good evening. Awesome, we got room here. Yeah, there we do. go. We can always shuffle. Oh, shuffle. big guy, get my shoulders in here. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah, get all the dismania. Awesome. Full branding's got to be in. Excellent. Um, Avery, you've been in the country now for three, four days. Man, it's a fun-filled like three days, but it feels like a week already. Like we've yeah. been, we've been packed with activities every day, all kinds of courses, all kinds of running around Christchurch, checking out the sights and scenes, and uh, it's been a blast. It's been yeah. a lot of fun being here and just the. The excitement of being in New Zealand, obviously international country for mm -hmm. us, but with the tournament coming up, like that's exciting for whatever's happening here in the last six years. There's a whole vibe, a whole movement, mm -hmm. all motion with disc golf, and it's literally exploding now more than it was six years ago. It's yeah. like I feel like it's triple in size these days. So it's that's exciting, and I'm stoked to be back. Well, I'd, I'd like to uh, just touch first on, on kind of the how how you've got to being here. 
Okay. Um, because it's been a bit of a long journey. The Dismania one in four is coming to an end now, and that used yeah. to be the one in ten, and that started about two years ago. So this tournament is almost the culmination of two years in the making, and there would sure. have been prep time prior to that. Sure. So how do, how do you feel seeing this being the uh, the, the the kind of culmination of all of that? I'm excited about that as well. It's 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 been a long time coming. Obviously, the level of play here has substantially increased. Mm. You know, last time I was here six years ago, I played the New Zealand champs down in Paradise, and there's some solid players here. You know, you got Jocko, who's a mm. staple on the tour. Yeah. Yeah. You have Simon Fisi, who's yeah. always a, a a perennial you know yeah, champion yeah, yeah. in many in many yeah. tournaments here. And there's a lot more up and coming players mm -hmm. and a lot of younger players and more established players and I think it's more competitive now than ever before. Mm -hmm. And so talking about this, this one in 10, now one in four, it's coming down, you know, coming down the, the, to the finish here with these players finishing out this final season here. And we're going to start making some, you know, a difficult decision for that, for that one in one, who's the mm -hmm. most deserving yeah. at what it comes down to. And I love the breakdown last week <laughs> talking yeah. about, yeah. you know, the players, uh, where they're at thousand rated rounds, tournament wins. Yeah. And then going in, like, you know, Sebastian being MA1, yeah. playing against three MPO players and not always playing against them in the same round or, mm -hmm. you know, having that same lead card the final round, things mentally do change. Yeah. You know, when you're playing against them or you're just going to walk away with a win in MA1, there is that mindset for sure that can be a, you know, substantial differential between mm -hmm. how players finish and how they, uh, how they perform and how they score. So it is going to be a, a really tough decision for the fact is I, I saw each all four of them play today during a practice round. Yeah. Me and my uh, my colleague Maverick, we went out there today and we played a practice round this morning. All six of us, mm -hmm. us two and the, and the and all four of them being Sebastian and, and Ashton and then watching Connor play. Yeah. And then obviously watching Ben play. I've yeah. done Ben for a while now and it was great to have all four of them play at a high level, mm -hmm. play a brand new course that none of us have played. So going off of just, you know, instinct and, yeah. and reaction and how they see certain shapes and certain shots and fantastic players all around. Yeah. Like you see certain strengths, you know, some are better putting, maybe some are better driving forehand, backhand, mm -hmm. but all around very solid players. And it's really going to be exciting to see how they play because golf is golf and to see how the tournament sets up and lines up for players. Um, it's going to be uh it's going to be a sight to see. I think in three rounds on the blue course, we're really going to see, uh, you know, the best players shine through. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of one of my questions. I know you're a course designer and that kind of stuff. And, you know, like you're a world champion. So like the four of them and any players who are looking to like win this weekend, yeah. like what's it going to take? Like what skills does this course demand of a player to, to compete well on it? Yeah. Um, always it comes down to being a great putter, a consistent putter, but being a longer course par 60 it's going to come down to that driver and yeah. putting that driver in play. Mm -hmm. Staying in bounds is a big thing. There's some pretty tight fairways out there. Uh, shaping shots. I, I've never seen so many kind of left to right turnovers, yeah. especially mm -hmm. on their front side. And it's really just getting down the fairway, keeping it in bounds and getting up and down. And uh, all players are very capable of, uh, yeah. of doing that on the on the forehand and backhand side and all solid players on around. So I'm just, I'm just really curious on it. What's going to transpire, you know, mm -hmm. wind, weather, heat, you know, it's really going to see who is the best player. And that's going to be determined this weekend. Well, you're quite an, you're a very experienced disc golfer. Um, and 
the weather that we experienced today was sweltering during the during the, the heat of the day. During, wow, was uh, it? Well, <laughs> I it was, before that. well, okay, okay. For me, it was. For me, it was. For, from about midday to three o'clock, it was the the heat ramped up. The clouds went away, and it yeah. was it was yeah. it was really hot. Yeah. What can not just the um, Dismania one in four players, but all players who are playing tomorrow? What what would be your advice to survive that heat to come away from the course not you know falling over? What you if you've played in that kind of heat before, what kind of tactics have you employed to to deal with that? Yeah, it's 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 a game of patience. Um, when the heat and the temperature get up and it's kind of sweltering, kind of hot, definitely humid down here. Um, you know, you got to have the sunblock on. Us Americans, us, us pale skins, are definitely putting on sunblock. <laughs> and then I heard a lot of players talking about bringing an umbrella. You know, keeping yep. and making your own shade. Yep. Luckily enough, I think the way the course situates right now, it's in a lot of tree shade, which is mm -hmm. good. You're not out in the open getting blasted too yeah. much. Um, but be able to uh, stay patient when it's hot. You know, mm -hmm. you have a good shot. You have a bad shot. It's about keeping that level mind, keeping that level headspace. Yep. Uh, bad shot, something you might get mad at. Yeah, I think it increases as the temperature goes yeah, up as okay. well. And I think okay. the, the cool head will prevail. So being out there, staying cool, being patient is a big part of the game out here, especially in the heat. And uh, yeah, I think the conversion rates uh, like eighty six to ninety in that range, and that's that's good heat. We're in the summertime. Yeah, we went to the summer, oh, summer, yeah, southern yeah. hemisphere for this, so excited for that. And uh, yeah, I think the cooler head will prevail. The one that's the most patient through mm -hmm. three rounds, and you're only playing fifty four holes. So playing uh, some, I was gonna say the, the par threes out there are challenging. Some yeah, of the most yeah, challenging yeah. par threes yeah, I've yeah. seen in one tournament. And then the par fours are a little softer yeah. on, on bigger, longer holes, but easier up and downs, I think, mm -hmm. on the upshots and stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm excited, excited to see what goes down. It's going to be a fun weekend to be out here. I hope the weather holds out on Sunday for a, a strong showing. And then we're obviously looking for a nice gallery. And spectators mm -hmm. come out yeah. on Sunday and, and watch disc golf in central Christchurch. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, and you – so for any of our viewers out there who may be newer players, Avery, of course, came over and was in a, a heated battle uh, when he first came over at the tournament down in Paradise. And I, I know that you want to walk away with a win, you know, like, but that was like six years ago, yep. you know, body changes like Matt talked about it himself, like he's a master's in that. Like, how do you keep the body and mind sharp to still compete at the highest level, um, you know, like further on in your career? That's a great question. I'm still looking for the answer. <laughs> um, it was six years ago. And so I was uh, a young chipper, uh, 38 at that time, now I'm 44. But I think uh, experience does definitely play a, a good portion mm -hmm. of that. Keeping the body healthy, mm -hmm. stretched out. And, you know, it, it is going through the reps of experience and expertise yep. of knowing where the, how the game is played. Mm -hmm. And um, I think I've learned that more, you know, more than more than most for sure in my experience being on tour and a tour player for 15 years but playing disc golf for almost yep. 37 years at this point um so going back to it my visit last year last uh, six years ago a lot of fun mm -hmm. it was a lot of fun to be here and get that experience and then see where the kind of state of disc golf was in new zealand yep. and then it's definitely um changed and altered yeah, and, a little and bit. grown and uh over that time i i definitely played a lot less disc golf i play mm -hmm. a lot less disc golf these days as far as tournament play Okay. I played uh, three tournaments last year, two of those being majors, you know, mm -hmm. the European mm -hmm. Open Worlds. And um, I play a lot of disc golf, though. I played 111 new courses last year. Whoa. So I still play a lot. Wow. I still throw a lot. But competitive disc golf compared to casual disc golf is definitely different. You reached a milestone recently of yeah. your course numbers played. What was? I got to 1,400. 
1,400 courses. 1,400 courses. Um, played Jelly Park here yep. in Christchurch. Nice. The most played yep. and most popular course in mm-hmm. Oceania with Australia, New Zealand. So yep. we're really stoked for that. And uh, yeah, it's, it, it's what's cool is the story with that is I was here six years ago when I played my 900th yeah. course in wow. Queenstown, mm-hmm. Queenstown Gardens. And that was number 900. Yep. Mm-hmm. So 500 courses later, six years later. And uh, that was the oldest course in New Zealand. So that's mm-hmm. definitely another milestone for me. But great to be back in New Zealand. A lot of cool things happen here. And uh, my last trip was a blast. And I look forward to seeing uh, what's going to transpire this weekend and then even throughout next week as well. Because you've got some more plans after the tournament ends, right, to do a bit more traveling? Yeah, um, I'm a course collector. It's, uh, it's what drives <laughs> me. I like to play as many courses as possible. I like to play new courses. I like new experiences. Mm-hmm. And I, I need to write an article about this sometime. I've probably talked about it way too many times. But <laughs> I think the the experience of going out there and and trying and going to new places and new adventures, like some courses are just way out in the middle of nowhere, very remote spots. And there's no other reason you'd ever be up in these remote side of a hill Mm -hmm. or over some mountain somewhere. Why would you be up there any other ways? But there's a disc golf course there and you want to play it and you want to check it out. Mm -hmm. And I can't imagine some of the more epic locations in this country down south you know along the west coast even yeah. and i've yeah. heard a lot about a lot of the crazy cool courses around here and i look forward to checking them out so that's what drives me i think the the competitive side i still i still like playing tournaments but man playing and traveling it it's it's a huge passion of mine and to be here one of my favorite countries in the world to do that um it's, it's amazing and so our goal next week is to travel the entire country i uh, sorry entire entire south island okay I'm south like, island. wait a second there's and, a couple uh, islands here <laughs> try to do the whole loop and yeah. try to play uh every course in the south island is the goal so that's, that's, we're gonna, gonna come close that's pretty ambitious but you're in for an absolute yes, treat some yes, of them sir. are some of them are absolutely is there anything you missed in the last trip that you're gonna tick off this time um played queenstown gardens and i played uh lismore okay well the two courses i played yep. Um, and then this week, me and Mav, in the last two days, yep. we played uh, seven courses. Jeez. We played all six permanent courses yep. in Christchurch mm-hmm. and then the tournament the temp course, course here, yeah. the temp course. And so we didn't play the Reds today. We got to save something in the tank for this week. We got a long weekend of golf. <laughs> and so the disc golf course collector wants yep. to go play the Reds, mm-hmm. but the tournament player says, why is the decision <laughs> yeah, yeah. just go play the Blues mm-hmm. and, and stick with the tournament yeah, yeah. layouts? But we want to play everything through the South Island. The one we might miss is down on Stewart, Stewart Island. Stewart Island, yeah, yeah. It's okay. a national park down yep. there. I guess it's like $350 round trip for yep. a ferry, and okay. it might eat up yep. like a half day to a day just to play okay. a one course yeah. of seven holes. Mm-hmm. So we might pull an audible and, and yeah. visit some other more okay. epic yeah, places yeah. too. Well, yeah. Teano is great. I hear that you guys are headed like Milford Sound this time, right? Every, that- everything else. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, That's the goal. That's the goal. Excellent. I mean, you've got, you're in for an absolute treat. And I think one of the things that's, that struck me is now that different to six years ago is that each town that's now got a disc golf course yeah. has now got so many more, right? Yeah. So Queenstown, for example, Queenstown Gardens has now got Tucker Beach and, and Jardine. And Jardine. Yep. Um, and Wanaka, um, if you played Ely Point, did you say you played Ely Point? I, I played Lismore. 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 So, there's so, so there's now Ely, Ely. Lake Harwia and Confluence okay. that you can that you can check out all in the, the, yep. the town mm-hmm. there. And, it, and that's how it's grand not to mention Christchurch, right? So, yeah, which um, is already ticked off all seven, yeah, right? So, yeah. um, it's uh, it. I think that's what what you're gonna what you're gonna notice. You're in for an absolute treat. Yeah. Um, for the for, for it's the rest a of fun the road trip. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. Um, look. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the on the show tonight. Thank you so much uh, for joining us. Um, if you're in Christchurch uh, for the, any point over this weekend, maybe you're playing, maybe you're uh, you're, you're spectating, um, then come down to Hagley Park. Uh, come and say hi to Avery um, and also catch his card. I think he's on the... When do you tee off tomorrow, Avery? 
10 o'clock, right? 10 a.m.? 10, 10, 10, okay. 10, 10 30. 10 30. So we've got okay, the, okay. The, the Dismania 1 in 4 are okay. a card of their own, teeing off at 10 o'clock. It's a filmed round. They're half an hour before everybody else. They're all playing on the same card. I mean, it's going to be a pressure cooker, right? Especially if it heats up. So that's and, going to be absolutely fantastic. Well, I think the best bit is like you are legit following them the whole day because you're yeah. the next card. So you get to play behind the Dismania. I got, the, I got my eye on them. It's fun to watch the battle, and that's just the first of three rounds. So it's yeah. going to be fun to watch. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, Avery. Um, we'll see me. you um, throughout the weekend. We may, um, we're, we've got a show every night over the weekend. So Friday, awesome. Saturday, Sunday. So I'm awesome. sure we'll speak to you again. Looking forward um, to it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Lovely stuff. Now, um, the tournament tomorrow is being played across two courses. There's the uh, red course, which is uh, for MA2, um, FA1, I believe, Mm -hmm. MA40, and beyond in terms of Masters divisions, Mm -hmm. um, and the juniors. There's also the blue course, which is MPO, MA1, MP40, and FPO. Right? So, which is the course that we played today. We yep. had um, we we were out on the practice round today, and if you're playing in that in that round in that uh, in one of those divisions, sorry, you might be thinking, well, today was a bit of a, a shocker. All right, the heat was up; it was difficult. So, what we're going to do, me, yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, 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 no. I'm what we're going to do now. I'm going to tell you how you can get a par on each of these holes that's coming up. We're going we're going to do it sort of quick fire because we yep. don't want to labor it. the point. But Brady, I'm going to ask you to chip in. And, uh, and answer the question that if you're one of the guys shooting at the top of MPO, which I know that you're aiming to do, how are you changing what I'm doing into a birdie? All right. Cool. So here we go. Uh, let's um, get. Can I answer that quickly? Uh, go on. Two words. Throw farther. Throw further. Yeah, okay. So if... <laughs> <laughs> that's that's nice. Um, <laughs> let, let, let's see. Right. Where are we? Um Okay, so here we go. Hole one um, is 142 meters. It's a par three, quite a long par three. We don't have too many par threes no. in New Zealand that are 142 meters. Um, the way I'm playing this is I'm um, sorry. Well, it's like we have an American in the room, so I was like, oh, like do you guys have 140 meters, so it's going to be like 450 foot par three. On the, on the pro tour, maybe, but it is flat. Is it flat? Okay, yeah. you can get there. Okay. Yeah, American I, says we can get no, there. No, no, I saw a part okay. job today on, on one of the cards I was okay. playing. So it's, it's, cool. it's definitely definitely Doable. possible. Easy. However, what I'm, what, okay. what, I'm doing, <laughs> what I'm doing is I'm throwing I'm there's there's really no hazards on this course, on this on this hole, sorry. Um okay. it's it's pretty much you can throw something straight at it, get bite off most of the hole, 90 to 100 meters, yeah, 50 meter upshot. Yeah. Um tap in your part. Cool. How are you doing it any differently? You just throwing further. Yeah, I'm throwing okay. 142 meters and making my birdie putt. Lovely. Okay. Right, we're going to move on to uh, on to hole two. Hole two is an interesting little hole. It's quite. It's got a little bit of a downhill slope yep. to it. There's trees either side. Yep. What I'm doing is I'm taking a something like a, a fuse, um, and I'm just putting something out straight. I want it to finish slightly left because the tree on the right uh, has got a bit of a low hang yep. that I'd rather not get involved in. Yep. So um, something like a fuse just to put me into circle two or circle three, and then I'm pitching up to get my yep. and what I'm you taking a forehand to park it and tapping in my birdie. So you're, you're taking a forehand approach to yep. this. Okay, well, that's 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 slightly that's slightly different. Um, and like I, for you, like rather than taking the fuse, which is potentially bringing in like the height and the ceiling, like I would take a trust and like overstable okay. mid out the left just to make the upshot easier. Okay. Um, hole number three. Um, is the first hole that um, introduces our mandatory um, to the to the to the right of the tree that's kind of in the middle. Now, 
again, 132 meters, I'm not making this in, yeah. in, in yeah, any yeah. kind of one throw. All I'm trying to do is get some way around the corner. Mm -hmm. um, and actually with this one, the drop zone flags are about where I'm aiming. I'm okay. looking to get just to the, just to be just to the left. And the miss for me is out to the left of the okay. drop zone yep. flags. If I'm going to be anywhere, that's where I want to mm -hmm. be. And then I'm um, aiming straight at it um, after that. Is, is, is This is a tough birdie, I think. Yeah, I'm probably going to like black ace hole one and then like chip up and like just take <laughs> my par. Um, but yeah, you know, like it's a huge turnover um, if you have the distance, great. But there's also, there's a tree overhanging circle's edge. So the yep. idea of like, most likely if you want to like access the pin and access the circle, you'll need a roller. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, hole number four. Um, this one uh, is an interesting hole again, it, but it's a par four. So you've got that extra little bit. And this is one of the ones that I found. Actually, there's a chance here that I can get I can get a birdie shot in, right? The first three holes, I'm playing for par. Birdie? I'm looking, I know, right? We're talking um, about pars here, though, Matt. I know, I know. But for the first three holes, I'm taking threes. And I'm not looking to do anything else other than... Yeah, take, take a three threes. on this one. Uh, indeed. Uh, again, another one where I want to be aiming just to the left of the drop zone flags. Uh, swing it around the corner. And I think if you can get far enough, um, and again, the miss is out left. If you can get far enough and out left, then you're in a good spot. Yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, Avery talked about it earlier in the show. This is the first of the soft par fours, mm. you know, like I'm throwing past Amanda over the hazard, probably out between the hazard and the OB. It's actually more space than you think yep. to open up a wide open forehand approach shot for an easy tap in three. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, hole five, uh, hole five. This is interesting because, um, you've got some very tall trees on the left-hand side and an overhang where the, uh, where the Mando is. Um, so I'm taking a, a sidearm and I'm throwing a musket. And that'll you'll yep. hear that a lot from me today, um, because that's my my go to driver. Um, and I'm going to be I'm going to be putting a musket on a sidearm, trying to keep it relatively straight. But I don't really mind if it hises too much, as yep. long as I've made the mando, because it's going to go mm -hmm. towards basket. So, uh, it, and I'm probably going to land somewhere in circle two, pitch up and take my part. Yeah. Uh, and that's, I mean, I wish I was Stephen Reed and could just throw a lefty and just make this super easy. Um, unfortunately, I'm not, so I have to take a forehand. But yeah, mm. forehand, the, the whole describes it. You can probably take it inside with something straighter. You can go outside something more stable, um, skip inside the circle, make four or five meter putt easy. Uh, another birdie. Uh, Almost I, a must get. This, any, any par three under 90 meters, I would argue, is a must get for the yeah. top of the field. Yeah, I, I, along with all the par fours and the par five, which yeah. we'll get to yeah. um, shortly. All the softies. All the softies. Uh, hole six. Hole six has got a bit of a gap to uh, to get through. Um, and the, the basket is on a hill with a bunker that surrounds about half of it in a kind of crescent yep. shape. Mm -hmm. Now, the way I felt the way to play this hole was that the miss, again, was out left. And I want to be long left of the basket okay. to then chip up. Yeah. Right? If I hit the first group of trees again that's probably not so much of a problem because i can it's a it's a it's a 40 40 meter upshot mm -hmm. how are you playing this any differently uh i'm well i'm not playing it long left i'm probably going to play it at the basket so the idea of <clears throat> the slope the basket's on a little hill surrounded by that like crescent so i'm yep. just taking it straight at it probably like an fd or mid i threw a buzz at it today um and then yeah just trying to basically just miss short so mm -hmm. that, you know, like I'll have a five, six meter kind of death putt, but I don't really care about the hazard behind. I'm going to catch my putt, take a birdie. Nice. This one is interesting, actually, because as you, we, we played this hole for the first time today, obviously. And, and as we were no. walking, really? as, as we were walking down the fairway, you don't see the hazard because it's 
yeah. dipped down. Mm -hmm. And we were like, well, this this hole looks fairly innocuous. Um, and then we walked up, and of course, the sand trap is there. <laughs> and it, and yeah, yeah. It, yeah, and it. I was talking with Chris Hoopman's going to be covering it on Flexline, and we were mm -hmm. already talking about the camera angles are going to be amazing because, yeah, you can't see the hazard off the tee, no. but you'll see it all there. Yeah. Um, hole seven. Uh, hole seven's an interesting one. Uh, it's an uphill. So the 75 meters plays a lot longer than this because it's because it's, it's uphill. Um, I'm taking a sidearm, yeah, um, and I'm trying to get it as far up as I can. I'm probably going to land circle three, and I'll pitch up. Yeah. Um, I will also be taking a forehand, but I'm going to skip left behind the tree. I'm going to chain out left, so unfortunately, I'm going to tap in a par as well. <laughs> Is that what happened today? Uh, no, no, why would that have happened today? That's not personal <laughs> experience. No. Uh, hole eight, we've got another par four here. Um, this one is, again, one of the ones I'll be looking at. Hey. Uh, maybe attacking. Maybe attacking. Hole eight, and I'm yeah. attacking two holes. Um, so uh, this one, I'm either going to go sidearm with a musket. Yep. Depending on how my sidearm's feeling earlier on in the day is going to depend on whether mm -hmm. I do that. Or I'm going to take a maul on a uh, Anheuser line yep. uh, to try and clear the Mando and get round the corner. Um, from there, it's then a drive of... I don't know, however much is left, probably somewhere between 80 and 90 meters um, to the pin. Yeah. Yeah, we need to work on that drive. We do. But yeah, for now, I, yeah. how are you changing this? How are you doing it oh, differently? The, well, I'm just throwing it farther off the tee. So I'm taking a forehand off the tee. And then mm -hmm. it's just a zone of like a 50 meter upshot after that uh, to park it and tap in three. Excellent. Like okay. it's one of the easiest par fours. Like legitimately, as long yeah. as you don't try to <clears> overcook <throat> it, no one's going to to it. I would no, really no, no. love to see too. This is one of those that if someone can throw the sky roller and get it out, there's just yeah. before the Mando, there's like a little creek and a, a dip in the course. Yeah. If you could clear that on a roller, you might be able to get to the pin in two. The sky uh, roller for a look. The sky roller is tough due to some trees on the left hand side of the tee. So I'd be surprised if anybody went for that shot. But I mean, we we never know. We we might see. You're gonna go. I mean, that was that was my second shot. Uh, okay. It, it just rolled out right. Look, I I I, I want to see it. I want to see it done. I want to see this whole tude. Okay. Uh, hole number nine um, is a uh, manufactured river. There's no water in this river, but it's a, <laughs> uh, it's a, it's a river bed. Um, this one actually, do you know what I'm doing? <gasps> what? I'm taking a mid-range and I'm pitching up before the river. Yeah. And then I've got an upshot that just clears the river and it's yeah. far, far easier. Yeah. As far as a free goes, I, that's exactly what I'm doing. This one's really hard because the tree that's in front of the basket is quite a wide tree, yeah. cuts off a lot. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of low-hanging stuff to the left hand, to the right-hand side. So for, for me, I'll be looking to pitch up just before the creek, hop over the creek, yeah. tap in a par. Nice. Um, if I had a forehand, um, I'd be taking a flex forehand out to the left and parking it and tapping in birdie. Or I like your play, I'm taking the back end of the right-hand side of the tree, mm -hmm. parking it and tapping in my birdie. Lovely so stuff. still throwing a mid, but going to make the circle. Hole 10. Hole 10 is par five. Yeah. It's 271 meters, the longest hole on the course. And again, I think this is quite a soft par five, um, even yeah. for someone like me who doesn't throw far. Um, and so it's basically for me, it's two big drives. And then I'm hoping to be somewhere near the Mando corner to, mm -hmm. to, to throw an Anheuser around the corner with a mall or probably a, maybe a fuse and be somewhere um, hopefully inside the circle. And I may even get a birdie, but I got a whole, I got a, I got a shot up my sleeve. Should okay. any of those yeah, go yeah, wrong? That's right. But so <clears> do you find, so the par five at Barrenport mm. is two thirty five. Yep. So nearly what? 35, 36 Correct. meters shorter. 
Is this harder or is Barrenpour is the hill harder? Barrenpour's way harder. And the reason for it is the elevation is it, it actually goes downhill. This is a net downhill okay. hole, right? Whereas Barrenpour, if you've played it hole seven, is I don't know what the elevation change is. You'll know it off the top of your head. It's, oh, it's, it's like quite, plus 26 or yeah, something. Yeah, it's, it's some silly thing. So it's a lot hot. 225, two, two foot, 225. 235. 235. Yeah. Plays way longer in my view. Um and, and and I think it's a lot harder. Also, you've got the, the difficulty of um, throwing, at least I find it difficult, throwing far on a slope uphill, mm -hmm. right? Which changes the, your, the mechanics of yeah. your throw and the, and, and, and the way you might otherwise approach uh, each one of these uh, drives and upshots. Yeah. Uh, Steven, because I know you're in the room and you're lefty, do you take a forehand or a backhand through the... So par five, hole 10? Yeah. Uh, do you forehand through the gap or do you backhand through the gap? Once you make it to the Mandos, oh, it depends when I see the shot would be, but I'd probably prefer to take a backhand as the mm. basket is up the end. On so the play down that right side. side and a, yeah. a forehand does bring the OB length in play. Okay. Yeah. The, the only thing I'd say on this is I'll be I'll be trying to stick to the right hand side yep. of the fairway so that I've, I'm not getting involved in the mando. I don't want to give it any attention really, um, and, it, and it opens up the gap between the OB and yep. the mando a little bit more. So yeah, I'm gonna play like Steven. I'm gonna take three left hand stock hyzers, just mm -hmm. play down the right hand side. You know, like make it inside the circle. Probably like an eight meter putt for birdie. Yeah. Nice. nice. <laughs> cool. Sweet. Um, so hole number eleven. Uh, this one comes off the back of um, the big um, par five. And honestly, this is a, just a, a bit of a hyzer approach, really. Yep. Um, st straight at it with a slight hyzer, and you're probably going to be somewhere yep. near where you need to be. Yeah, um, this is where I want, you know, like Phil's right-hand backhand with an FD, like just hang it out. It's like that perfect little skip to the base of the hill, easy five meter up. Yep. Um, again, I probably, got, I'm hopefully got a shot on my sleeve if I'm somewhere near the, uh, near the basket. Well, can you, can you reach this pin for birdie? Like can you get the circle? Uh, I can get I can throw ninety five meters. Yes. Um, so you, if it goes if it goes in the right direction, okay. then yeah, I might be okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hole twelve. Hole twelve is another hole that's got a tight gap, um, and the basket for this is actually on a raised slope, raised little yep. hill, right? With quite a deep uh, kind of hole next to it. <laughs> um, now this one I parked uh, on the first <gasps> practice round, so I tapped in my birdie here. It's not a it's not a far hole. It's seventy five meters, mm -hmm. but the gap you've got to hit, I hit it with my musket yeah. on the right angle and it just stuck into the hill. Yeah. I'll, I, I'm hoping to do the same for the mm -hmm. tomorrow, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I'm probably taking overstable mid to the bottom of the hill because there's no skip on this hole mm -hmm. and cashing the 10 meter up. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, hole 13. Hole 13's got so many mandos and hazards and all sorts <laughs> of all sorts of stuff. The thing that stuck out at me at this is when we turned up for the first round. There was a card of five or six guys in front of us, and all of them were throwing these big sky annies yep. to try and clear the trees, clear the hazards, yep. and then have something that flexes and 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 goes straight and, yep. and towards the basket, mm -hmm. right? Um, uh, with with mixed kind of um, results, most of them were taking threes. What I did is I threw my musket, yeah, my trusty musket, at pretty much just to the right of the mando, so that it um, uh, hyzered to basically where the drop zone flags yep. are mm -hmm. i want to be the where the drop zone flags are 40 meter upshot tapping my my par same result as all those sky annies yeah i'm doing different no i'm taking the sky Annie. you're taking the sky Annie. so like if it's calm enough i'm taking the sky yeah, yeah. any if okay. it's windy i'll probably take the safe hyzer play but i'm going to clear all the hazards in the ob so i might be able to give myself 
just mm. outside a circle look for birdie. Yeah. The only real danger, if you don't go Sky Annie, well, one, if you go Sky Annie and you stall out, right, then you're going to land in all of that rubbish. Um, if you don't go Sky Annie and you go the more the route I'm going to take, yeah. the danger there is that you 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 you, you the dis, the disc is more too overstable i know the wind's going to be changing um and is on this hole i believe is going to be a right to left wind mm -hmm. um tomorrow so if if just be careful of that yep. is, is what i'd say and maybe maybe adjust your disc or, or mm -hmm. throw accordingly um hole number 14 what are you doing uh stock eyes are with a nuke hope it doesn't skip too far across well, the hole fourteen. This is one where it's got a low ceiling. Oh to start, yeah, no, yeah, same thing. And then a low, and then a low yeah. ceiling group of trees um, to a uh, basket that's in kind of a little dip. Yeah. Um, again, I'm trying to clear the second group of trees. Yeah. And if we can get through those group of trees by throwing a low backhand, then I'm just pitching up. For yeah. A putt. Yeah, I'm just trying to play a little bit farther. I'm yeah. trying to get penetration with a high speed disc. Let it skip across. Hopefully, get a look from Circle's Edge. Excellent. Uh, hole 15. Hole 15 is interesting. Um, again, this one looks further than this one. It looks closer than it is. Yep. To me, it looks a lot more like sort of 70 meters. Yep. It comes in at 89. Mm -hmm. And actually, when you play the hole, I found that actually you realize it is 89 meters. Um, what I'm looking to do uh, on this one is take a fuse or a river, something that's going to follow the shape of basically the illustration there, um, and then chip up um, for my part. I don't want to turn this over too much because there's some low-hanging trees on the right which can cause problems um, but i do want to get it far enough to clear the ob and get yeah. as far close to the pin of it mm -hmm. you're doing anything different uh yeah it's another forehand for me um there's kind okay. of one guardian tree just outside the circle so if i can stay outside it it'd be ideal because then i'll be parked for my birdie otherwise mm -hmm. i'll do what i did today i'll end up at 11 meters and just cash it from outside the circle excellent hole 16 uh hole 16 is a looks like a, a fairly simple hyzer play yeah it is yeah. Are you yeah. doing anything different? I mean, I'm going to just be playing the gap and trying to... Well, the other thing for you that we found out today, so like I was playing with Chris Hoosman, because I'm going to attack the... I kept skipping across, so like I'd mm. land inside the circle, but then like skip out to like 12 meters. Yeah. And so if you are for the shorter arms, you can play outside because there's no Mando. So if you play outside right, outside mm. that tree line on your left, you can mm. be pin high with a wide open look for an easy like chip up. Yeah, the, the the thing that caught me about this hole is that there was a lot of people attacking it, is what I saw, yeah. and a lot of people walking away with freeze. Mm -hmm. um, whereas my 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 play, which was just to put something near the gap and then chip up, yeah. got the same result. And yet my play is, I think, a lot more stress free. But do you ever like play. stress that you're going to like stuff up the par? Because like at least if you attack on the birdie and you stuff up, you still get the par. Oh, now this compared is... to like if you play for a par well, and stuff that up, now you're taking both. No, because I think this is where perhaps you and I differ is that I've got way more confidence in my approach game than I do in my driving game. So in terms of playing to my strengths, yeah. that's what I'm going to do, right? I'm going yeah. to try, I'm going to try and play an approach game that, that relies on 40, 50 meter approaches rather than big long drives. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hole 17. Uh, this is a fun hole actually measures at 225, not 200. Oh, it, it says, says 200. No I know it says 200, but they've shaved a little bit off. It's, it measures at 225, yeah. which is, which is interesting. Um, now, best hole on the course. Sorry, <laughs> signature, the course. signature. Yeah, hole look. For sure. So okay. I, I had a I had a conversation with someone on this, and the way I approached this shot, yeah. right, this this one, is I said, right, I've got 225 meters. I'm taking a putt. Mm -hmm. I don't want a more than a five meter putt. So I got 220 <laughs> meters left. 220 <laughs> meters yeah. is 72 meters. I'm just going to throw a fuse. 72 meters, dead straight, yeah. three times, and then tap him for a putt. What and are you doing? Did you do that in the practice round? I did. Uh, what are you doing? Um. 
I'm taking a flex with a crank. So I'm throwing a high speed driver that's super flippy, throwing it 50% just to keep it down the gap, let it slide along the road. Uh, then taking again a straight fairway, put myself to circle's edge. Unfortunately, I hit cage low, so I had to tap in a par. So the interesting thing here is that I saw many people um, trying to do the play that you were doing, yeah. right? And the, a few things few things happened. One, the disc didn't flip enough yep. and they missed the mando. Yep. Uh, two, um, the the uh, the they overcooked overcooked it, yeah, and it went outbound. Yeah, in the road. on the right hand yeah, side. Yeah. Or it flexed too much, and then they're in the they've made the mando, but they're out on the left hand yep. side, and they've gone out the tree, so they've got to come back in the trees. Yep. The trees have got a lot of low hanging stuff, and for me, there's more risk there. If I'm if I'm settled on a par, yeah, and I know you won't be, but if yep, if, no. if, if your if your goal here is to hit a par, play. Full par. Yep. Play to get the four shots rather than let's have a go yep. at attacking this well, and then walking away with a five. Yeah. And that's the big difference, too, of like similar to Avery, I've been playing a really long time. And you touch upon it beautifully today the idea of like going out to a practice field and knowing your bag, knowing your discs. Mm -hmm. So, like, I've spent time on rugby fields learning to throw on a line. <laughs> so, like, I know that that, like, I have 100% trust in that disc that I throw. So that when I'm standing on the tee pad, I know it's going to land on that road. It's not going to skip left. It's okay. not going to skip right. I'm not going to overcook it. Yeah. So like knowing just like, you know, your fuse at mm -hmm. 70 meters. So you can put it on that line and it's going to hold there. Mm -hmm. And so like for me, the idea that like I've just harnessed that skill and taken that experience and practice so that mm -hmm. I can just take that. So I'm shooting, trying to get like 100 to 120 meters off the tee. Mm -hmm. So that way, you know, like I can throw a fairway or a mid on my second to try to give myself that look for birdie. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it, a lot of things have to come together. I do have to get it right, but like I have my faith in those abilities mm -hmm. for yeah to get the birdie or at least the birdie look on seventeen. Uh, finally, hole eighteen. Uh, the way I'm doing this is I'm taking. I'm so basically I'm laying this one up, right? Okay. I want yeah, yeah. I want my second shot to land as close to the line of flags that mark out the OB where it says 139 yeah. meters. I want my second shot to land as close to that as possible. So again, I can play a 60 meter approach yeah. shot to the pin. Um, how are you doing anything different? Uh, I'm going to take Kana's advice. So I have to shout out to him for this one. Okay. I'm going to throw 140 meters OB and then I'm going to cash <laughs> my 25 meter jump putt, uh, okay. for a circle burden. Right. Okay. So, uh, right. Like that's, yeah? that's the way to do it. Is that, is that because like, it's not bad. Cause if I, so I miss, right. So as long as I can throw OB off the tee, even if I stuff it up, I'm going to be super close anyway, to be able to throw up over the top for birdie. Yeah. But ideally I'm looking to throw OB off the tee, take the jump putt. Cause if I miss, it's still a tap in par. Like, yeah, it's fine. Excellent. If you have the distance for it, like 130 meter, like with a terrible crosswind is mm -hmm. a pump, but it's not a bad play. Right. Um, now, um, we had a, I had a question on the card for this one, yep. actually. Once you get onto the green of hole 18, and I know I, we saw Andrew Faulkner around a minute ago, so he may yeah, be yeah. able to confirm or someone uh, else. We, we might have a couple other rules aficionados in oh, the Oh, indeed, uh, indeed. So hole, in hole, hole 18, you're on the green. You've landed on the green in two or three, right? When you shoot your putt on 18, you go long of the, yep. of, of the, of the basket and go OB. Is that a drop zone or is that regular OB rules and you play it back? Well, we have a live audience. We what do. do we Does think? anybody live in the audience oh, know the when answer? You said that, that, I was like, that can't be the way though. Like it's it's second shot to the island. Yep. 
Yeah, so you, but you so, so, yeah, so, you, so, you so you've landed it, on the island. You've landed but successfully I miss my on the birdie island, putt, and you go long. But I go long. So now I'm, oh, I've am i landed successfully on the green, and now I've gone out of bounds off of the green. Yeah. Do I play from the drop zone, or do I play regular OB rules? Regular regular OB rules? So as soon as you... Okay, cool. okay, no, thank you for sweet. Thank you for clearing that up. Yeah. And so that's very useful to know. Once you've yeah, made yeah. the island, you've made the island. I and, love um, the non-islanders are giving us tips on island rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. Look, um Brady, that that's that's the 18 holes um that we've that we've looked yeah. over very briefly there. Um my goal um is to to shoot par. If I get anything under par, I'll be yeah. frankly delighted. Mm -hmm. Um what's your goal? Um, I'm probably trying to look to shoot somewhere between like, say six or seven down. Okay. Um, you know, like that'd be kind of my goal. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, like you talked about, uh, like I rely on my drive and my putt. So if I can hit those, those short par threes, yeah. um, you know, like I can and play clean on the like par fours and par fives, I could easily come yeah in that like six, seven range. Excellent. Excellent. I'm actually quite glad it's a course that doesn't punish me for being a approach player. Yeah. Right. Um, it's not a course where you have to be able to bomb it. 120 mm -hmm. meters in order to have any success on this course. I, I think I can play my game um, uh, with my, um, you know, relatively weak drive and, and, and arguably quite yeah. weak. I, I still, um, I, I'm willing to put a disc up. I'm willing to take actual bets to see how many times he pars hole 17 this weekend <laughs> so i got three goes at it um, yeah you I'm got sorry, three goes so out of three I, i've played two, we... i played two practice rounds today yep. so i'm one for two okay so we're okay, 50 percent so, so far so you reckon okay. all three uh, discs and you're doing a disc giveaway right what so yeah if i hit so there's no pressure on me if i no. if i get three pars this yep. weekend on hole 17 yep. i'll give away three discs if he gets three parts so the amount of incredible yeah yeah so there's, the amount so of birdies he gets is the amount of discs i'll give away parts 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 fine parts okay all right Wow. Okay. No pressure, but you know, yeah? I, I, Avery's I, in on it. I eat pressure okay. for breakfast. We're okay. We're oh okay. yeah, pressure's uh, a privilege, light. baby. Okay, here we go. Um, right. That, that's that's our that's our whole preview. Now we um, were lucky enough earlier on today to actually catch up with a couple of other players who were playing, and uh, we bumped into two stout brothers. Um, as we're often, not so stout anymore. Not at all. Um, but as you often do, and uh, let's have a listen to. Knowing you've had a practice round this morning, how do you find it, Levi? Uh, it's a bit of a difficult course if you're putting in no bees, but if you're staying out, it should be should be good. Yeah, good. you're the uh, you're the favourite coming into the tournament, at least among the Kiwis. So, uh, do you think you can um, put this one away? Yeah, if I if I play well, putt well, throw well, I'll be fine. Excellent. Ethan, you'll be challenging him. Some of these, uh, there's been a bit of feedback that says this is quite a lefty friendly course, which might play to your advantage. Is that the way you see it? The first few, yeah, I can agree. The first few, maybe, but as everyone likes to say, it's always lefty because a lot of people can't throw forehands. <laughs> but I do agree the first few, um, two, three, four, like, you know, the front nine, probably more so than the back nine, but I think it even, I think it is a, a fair left finish and right finish you know to suit both ways um, and levi it's been really hot here today um i know you weren't on the course during perhaps the hottest part of the day but what what are you going to be doing tomorrow to try and keep yourself hydrated and and not, not dying heat stroke? lots of water and probably freeze one freeze a bottle overnight so i have it just cold cold Yeah, ice yeah ice lovely lovely thanks very much best of luck tomorrow um and we'll catch up with you later on the weekend 
Uh, always good to catch up with those two. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, you'll see them on the uh, on the on, on the course tomorrow. Um, talking of um, favourites um, amongst uh, the field, let's just quickly jump into the power rankings, shall we? Because we haven't done these, uh, haven't shown these since Heisender. Heisender was last weekend, so we're going to jump into the power rankings now um, to. Uh, show you the changes. There's been quite a few changes um, that have occurred uh, since Heisender has happened. Firstly, in the FPO division, Amy Whitmore moves up two spots uh, to fifth place. Um, Edwina um, Mandisolza hits uh, goes up five spots Whoa. to 13th. Um, in the MPO side, the major change is Levi Stout climbs one place higher than mm. Jackson Sullivan to take um, the number one rank. And Ryan Cambridge moves up two spots uh, to fourth. Top four. Um, Ethan Stout, who we just heard from just now, uh, has moved up seven spots uh, to seventeenth. Uh, and Stephen Reed, who's in the who's in the room with us now, climbed three spaces up into the top twenty. So to him, go Stephen. Uh, now, um, as we said earlier on, Levi is the favourite. Now, the data analytics team here at Sweet Chain uh, Music has been hard at work working out who they think um, is going to be um, the winner from today. Uh, if you've got an opinion on this and you think that um, you th you think that you can uh, do better um, than the the analytics team, um, which Brady, would you be confident against the data analytics team? You know most of them. Uh, yes, I do. Um, uh, we happen to be like close friends. I don't know because like the Americans aren't factoring into this. You know, like Maverick is over here. We got a Nate Perkins. We got an Avery Jenkins, mm -hmm. a world oh. champion on the course. You know, they yep. they know what it takes <clears throat> to win. So you know, I might be back in my Americans as much as your power rankings are only like favoring these Kiwis. Well, that's the thing, right? Because the power rankings have only uh, only involved the data that we've got, and unfortunately, we don't have enough data from the uh, from the from the traveling uh, players to to be able to factor <laughs> in. However, if you think that you can do better. Um, than our data analytics team at predicting who you think is going to win, then what you need to do is get involved in sweet chain tipping. So this is available on our Discord. I've just popped the link into the comments below. Get across onto our Discord, get yourself uh, some coin, um, and uh, get involved in um, the sweet chain tipping. Now, we're going to very briefly um, just have a quick look uh, to see, because there's been some activity um, yeah. on the tipping uh, site so far, and we just wanted to show you. And this is um, fantasy tipping. There is no real money involved. This is all oh, like no, totally. computer-generated coins, so this is not <clears throat> yeah. official tipping. Please do not confuse us Look, with the real thing. So this couple is of a things, bit of fun. A couple of things on this. Don't send me your credit card number. You can send me your credit card number. He doesn't don't, want it. Don't I do. send me your credit card number. Don't report me to the Ministry of Internal Affairs for <laughs> um, setting up third-party gambling sites because this yeah. really isn't that. It's a bit of fun. Hey, Phil, uh, report man. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit of fun. It's a bit of fun. But here we go. So um, what we've got here uh, is um, – oh, that's very difficult to see. But if you head over to our Discord, um, <clears throat> you'll see um, several bets that are available. We've got who will be the highest placing – in the Dismania one in four. Ooh. And as you can see, a lot of the money is on Connor. He's the favorite going in at odds of 1.5. Um, it'll be interesting to see. That's where most of the money's gone yeah. um, so far. In terms of the highest rated round of the tournament, uh, again, most people are looking at that 1020 to 1040 range. Yeah. Would okay. you, is, that, is that consistent with what you would expect for this weekend? Uh, what do you say? 1020 to 1040? 1020 to 1040. Yeah. No, nah, I'm probably putting 1010 to 1020. Like there are too okay. many highly rated players. Um, Avery, what's your rating at the moment? Are you, are you, above, you above a thousand? 
Used to be. Okay. Because, yeah, I think there's too many, like, highly rated players that are going to bring it down. So, like, unless you play stupid hot and way out the front, you're not going to creep into that, like, 10, 20 plus. Okay. I'd argue you're probably coming in between 1,000 and 1020 is probably going to be the hot round, but I don't think okay. it'll break 1030. Okay. Well, if you think that. If you agree with me, then feel free then, then to go join ahead. our Discord. Um, otherwise, if you think that someone's got a 1050 in their bag, and bearing yeah. in mind that New Zealand's only seen four 1050 rounds, yeah. I think. Doesn't Levi um, have like two of them? Uh, I don't know, but um, I, I, I think possibly. It, we've not seen too many. Some people think it's going to happen. Hopefully we see it this weekend. It'd be fantastic. Uh, will a Kiwi win South Island Champs? <laughs> right? So this is pretty much even money. Yeah, people yeah. have been kind of going, we, yeah, we don't yeah. really know mm-hmm. on this. Uh, who will finish highest? Basically, this is who's going to win the tournament, right? Um, so you've got Levi Stout at odds of 2.6, mm-hmm. Jackson Sullivan at 2.7, everyone else at longer odds, uh, Jay Watkinson 6.1, yep. Ryan Cambridge, and then Connor and Simon at nines. Um, a lot of the money is going towards uh, Levi here. Uh, who will finish highest amongst perhaps the next wave of players? Again, a lot of money is going on Joe Berry. Um, yep. I wouldn't be surprised if he can make a if he can make a, an impact. He's been playing well of late. Um, people are not so sure on um, the FPO field. Who's going to win here? Um, it's uh, deadlocked at the moment. Um, and again, with the rest of the um, FPO field as well. Um, people think that there's... Some people think, at least, that there's going to be an ace on day one. Brady, we've just been over the course. What do you think? On day one? Yeah. Let's take it on hole 11. Someone's going to get the elevated basket on 11. Elevated 11 or 11. 6. Okay. All right. Well, yep. that's... We, we shall see what happens... Um, later on in the tournament. Now, if you want to follow it all, head over to the PDGA um, uh, website for the... uh, Just use the app. There's a PDGA Live app now that you can follow everything. It's great. You can have it right on your smartphone, right in your pocket. Trust me, it makes it super easy when I'm trying to check scores at the end, when I'm trying to chase people down. Um, search the PDGA for a, a site for the Dismania Garden City Open. If you want to do it the long way, then there'll be a link uh, that opens here saying see live scores. Mm-hmm. Click through that and it will show you all the live scores and you can check out all the cards as well. We're very much looking forward to um, this uh, tournament tomorrow. There's some fantastic cards and some great entertainment coming yeah. up. Brady, any final thoughts um, before we go? Yeah, I do have to do a big shout out. You guys can see on the wall behind us, Absolutely. Uh, Let me you know, like way. to put my NZDG hat on, there is so much that has gone into this major and so much more that's going to go on over the weekend. We can't have done it without all of these guys. NZDSS, thank you for hosting us. You know, like everyone else at Christchurch Disc Golf Club and all of the sponsor of this event. Thank you so much. Avery already talked about how much growth has come in this sport in the last six years since he last mm-hmm. came over. So that idea that he, it's already palpable now and the event hasn't even started. Yeah. So the idea yeah. of thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone that's made a part of it, to all the competitors coming out this weekend, uh, you know, like throw well and, and may the course be with you. Indeed, indeed. That about wraps it up. Um, if you're on YouTube or Twitch, drop a subscribe, a follow, a like, a comment. It really does help the channel out um, if you can do all those things. Um, and we'll see you tomorrow night because we've got shows Friday, Saturday, Sunday this week yeah. um, as we as we go over the results of the day. We speak to some of the players who have uh, shot well, um, and we also preview the the, the next day's the next day's mm-hmm. play. So we'll see you tomorrow wherever you're playing disc golf. Take it easy, play well, get some birdies, and we'll see you tomorrow night. Cheers. <laughs>